0: Uh, welcome to the Rohi Word. You are about to be transformed by the power of God's Word through his servant, Pastor Emmanuel Meffel. Pastor Meffel is a teaching evangelist who preaches God's word passionately with signs and wonders following. He serves as the founder and lead pastor of the Rohi Church, a Christ-centered, family-focused, and discipleship-driven ministry. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Now, let us hear the word of God.
1: Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We bless your name for your presence in this place. Thank you for these wonderful people that are in church this morning. Let their time with you be a time of blessing. Let it be a time of impartation. Let it be a time of transformation. Let it be a time of translation. Let it be a time of transposition. Let it be a time that their lives would take a turn for the better shoot them into their destiny let it be well with them let the enemy's plans for them fail in jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen we started last week um a series that i titled change position change position change position and last week i started talking about a bloody situation under change position last week I was not able to give you the last thing that the lady did. So I'll give that to you and then we'll enter into what we are talking about this week. And today's title would be Angel or No Angel. Amen. Angel or No Angel. So last week we talked about a bloody situation and we looked at the woman with the issue of blood. And um, we looked at a few things that she did. That changed her situation in life. And we said that if we could do that, it would change our situation. Amen? It would change our position. And we, we realized last week that everybody in life, no matter how rich, no matter how blessed, no matter how anointed you are, you always want something more. You always want extra. You always want an addition. You always, there's always room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. No matter how well you can preach, you still want to preach better. No matter how many people you have in the church, you still want more, like this morning. No matter whatever you are doing, how big your business is, you still want more. And I said that about three weeks ago, in the evening, the news came out that Jeff Bezos was the richest man in the world. The following morning, Bill Gates had taken over again. And these guys were, were working with 90 billion dollars not million but billion not one not 10 not even 50 but 90. bigger than the economy of this country is one man's net worth and yet they were not satisfied they were still pushing so tonight this one became the following morning the other one had taken over again so you can tell that there's always something that you must do and can do to change your situation. So if those guys at that level are pushing, how much more some of us at our level where sometimes it's difficult to even get something that would we'll wear or something to eat or a place to stay, we must be pushing. Amen. So this woman did three things to change her situation or her position in life. And we looked at it. We said that the first thing she did was that she came to the end of herself. The second thing she did at the time we read was she had a message. She had a message and she worked with the message. The third thing that she did, which is what I want to mention this morning before I go to the next message for today. And all this is coming from Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 34. Mark chapter 5. Verse 25 to 34. Maybe I should read that passage again and then I'll move on. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and has suffered many things from many physicians. And there are people like that. They have gone through problems and they have suffered from many, many prophets. Many prophets, many evangelists, many doctors, many people have prophesied to them, have given them stories, have told them to leave, have given them a whole lot of things. And I know... People like that. And I know some people even who are in this church. Who would hear a message, will never work with it. But they will wake up in the night and go and visit a prophet. Wake up in the night and go and visit a mala. Wake up in the night and go and visit a sakawa person. When they fail, they will come. When they come to, I won't tell them that you made a mistake. I'll just help them. (laughs) She had spent all that she had and was no better. But rather grew worse. That's what is happening. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole story or the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. So the first thing we saw last week was that the woman came to the end of herself. She saw that she was... A dying situation. She had come to the end, so she came to the end of herself. She saw that look where we are now, I them a pimp. Until you get to that point, you can't expect God to step in because you would always try to do it yourself. Number two, you want the message, go to the app, you get it. Number two, the woman had a message. They said that the Bible says that. She heard about Jesus. She heard about Jesus. She heard a message. Which message have you heard? Which message are you hearing? Which information are you taking in? By hearing a message, the woman logged on to the message. The word of God is filled with power. Power. And anything that you are going through, there's a solution for it in the word. If you would find the word and hang on to it, you would go home safe. But if you keep looking at what somebody is saying, what somebody is, is, is telling you, what a prophet is saying, what without looking at the word, if you look at the affliction and not the word, you would go home with your affliction. Start holding on to the word. Lock yourself to the word and lose concentration on the affliction. The woman lost concentration... On her blood and her bloody self and all her problems. She just heard a word that Jesus is around. Hey, if he's here, then let me stop this whole thing and, and go after him. You come to church, you are hearing a word, but instead of concentrating on the word, you are still concentrating on the problem. On the problem. On the problem. Well, I went into that message very wonderfully and it's on the app. Then the third one, the third thing the woman did, number three she took action which is where we don't get to she took action after she came to the end of herself and then number two she heard the message number three she took action she took action she made a move she didn't just hear the word and stop there that's what we do we hear the word and that's the end of it hey what a word, the word was powerful, the word was good but that's where it ends the word was nice. Pastor preached a very good word. That is the end of it. In fact, if you meet the person the following day, the following day, not the following week, the following day, and you ask the person that, what was preached on Sunday? Oh, it was a very good word. What was preached? Oh. Very, very powerful. When you hear the word, take action. Are you with me? Take action. Don't just hear the word and, and, uh, I won't take any action. I'll just say that. Abba. Oh. (laughs) So the woman (laughs) didn't just hear a message or receive the word. Many of the people who were there at the time, they heard the word. Many of the people at the time, they heard the word. Because the, the disciples said, there are so many people around you. How can you say that who touched me? Many, many, many people were there at the time and they all heard the word. But it was only one person who got a miracle that could be written in the Bible. There are many people in this church who are hearing the messages that are being preached, but you'll be surprised that it's only a few people who would have miracles that would be mentioned anywhere. And there are people in the church who are having miracles. The same, and there are some people too, who are having problems. Same with Jesus' time. The man was preaching, he was doing miracles. People were being affected by the miracles. Others too, were not seeing anything. This woman had so many people around her. That not one of them received a miracle. It was just her. Because not everyone took action with the word. She was the only one who heard the word and said that if I may but touch. And she didn't stop at if I may but touch. If I could. If I can. She made a move. She started working with the word. Which word are you working with? Which word are you working with? There was some time ago I preached a message. I said, learn to turn. One young lady took the message and began to turn in her life. And by the grace of God, a lot of things turned around in her life. I don't know if she's still turning though. A lot of things turned in her life. But there are people who take one word. They, they just hear one word and they said, Ah! This is my word. And they run with it. And by the time you realize, their life is changing and conforming to the word. There was one guy who walked with me. I told him, I told him that, look... Do A, B, and C, and you'll be able to build. What? A a, a few days ago, I went to his house that he had built. I went to dedicate his house. I was so happy. I was so excited. Do you know when he started building that house? He started building October last year, within a year. Within a year. And he's not a millionaire. I just told him one, two, three things that he did. At a point, he even said, I told him some things that I don't even remember telling him. He said, you told me that money is a current. It runs by current. If you stop spending, it will stop coming. Keep spending, it will still come. So that's the reason why I didn't stop building. I said, I didn't know when I told you that one. He said, "We were with me. We're talking about something else. And you said that thing. And I caught that word. That if money is called currency... It means that it runs as a current. A current must flow. If you block it, it will stop flowing. So I needed to continue working so that it will come. And as long as I continued working, the money kept coming. And it was something that had happened in my life here. So when I told him, I knew what I was telling him. So when I dedicated the building, he told me that that is what you told me. At a point, I nearly stopped and you said this thing. I said, no, I won't stop. And it's the same church. The same church. Same church. So there are people who are hearing and are acting. There was a day I came here and I said that, I feel God telling me that I should tell you that buy land. Even if you don't have money, go and negotiate. One guy got up, went to talk to somebody and got land. Another one said he heard it. He felt like going, but he looked at his bank account. He didn't have money. So he didn't go. And he regretted. Because it was a season. It was a season. Which word? Which word? are you acting on? You go to church, you hear a word, you hear a message, you do your quiet time, you read a word, but you don't act with it. The woman changed her position in life by acting on the word that she heard. Acting on the word, not just hearing the word. Many of us have heard, but only a few are acting. And that's the reason why only a few are changing. Faith is a fact, but faith is also an act. Faith is not just a fact, but it's an act. Faith will make you do things. Faith will make you act in a certain way. Amen? So if the word in us does not produce action, then it has not been quickened by the Holy Spirit. And throughout the Bible, any time God spoke, there was a performance. Because the word carried power. The word carried power. The word of God carries power. If only you would act on it, you will release the power that it carries. You will release the power that it carries. And you would experience the power that it carries. Let's become actors on the word. Let's become people who act on the word. Not people who just excite ourselves by the word. We get happy by the word. The word is powerful. Oh, the word is wonderful. Hey, such a powerful word. Oh, it's a nice word. The word is so sweet. The word is wonderful. It's not enough. It's not enough having a nice word. It's not enough acknowledging the fact that it's a nice word. Go beyond acknowledging that it's a nice word to acting on the word. Those who act. They get blessed. Those who watch, they only watch. So the blessing or the shift is in the action, not the knowing. What action has God told you to take? What action has God told you to take? For some, it could be doing something now that you couldn't do before. So you go to a church, they pray for you. And you still have it in your mind that I am, I am not well. Meanwhile, they just prayed for you. Begin to do what you couldn't do. Act on the word. Act on the word. They prayed for you that you will get a job. And you wake up in the morning and you sit in your room. You sit in your room. No, no, no application. No CV. You won't prepare anything. You even go and knock on anybody's door. That I'm looking for a job. And you are sitting in your room. And you are saying that I've been praying for a job. There's something wrong with you. You are just believing without acting. Something wrong with that. Amen. Whatever he tells you, do it. Look at James 2.17. And then we'll go into today. James 2.17. Let me just show you. What the Bible says, I will go. That's also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. So the woman could have had faith that if I could touch, I will be made whole. But without the work of going to touch, the woman could have had faith. You probably have faith. You have faith that that if if they pray for me, I will get a job. But after they pray for you, what have you done? No action. You say, I will get a job. You are sitting in your room. You say, I will be healed. But you are not throwing your leg to see if the, the leg is okay. He says, I'll bless the work of your hand. But your, your hand, you are not using your hand to do anything. How does it get blessed? Uh, Father, you said you bless the work of my hand. But I'm, I'm here and you are not blessing my hand. The hand is blessed. But the work is not happening. So how can the blessing be transferred? He said that wherever the source of thy foot shall tread, I have given it to you. And you are not taking any territory. How do you expect to take over? So that was last week. We come to this week. Amen.
0: You're listening to The Rohi Word by Pastor Emmanuel Meffel. We'll be right back. This message is brought to you by Hot Jobs Africa Limited, Ghana's number one HR firm. Looking for quality staff? Looking for a job? Contact us on 0204-336-009. Think HR, think Hot Jobs Africa. Keep listening to The Rohi Word.
1: The title is Angel or No Angel? Angel or No Angel? Angel or No Angel? It has nothing to do with anybody called Angel. Any biblical principle or biblical example that are there, they are for us to use as lessons to live our life. They are for us to use... Some of them we are supposed to do, some of them we are supposed to avoid. And so some of these things that we are talking about are things that are in the Bible that we can and must replicate. So that we see the blessing that they received. We also see it in our life. We are still talking about change position. John chapter 5. John chapter 5 verse 1. John chapter 5 verse 1. After this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew, Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. The woman was 12 years. Now we have jumped to 38 years. 38 years. That is some people's whole life. Some were not even, I mean, 38. That means that you have not been born. Most of the people here. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? It's a bad question to ask, but Jesus asked it anyway. Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, and it's a bad answer he also gave. Sir, I have no man to put me... Do you want to be made well? This is what we do. This is what we do and we fail in life. Do you want to be made well? Say, I have no man... There are people, they just like talking. They just like talking. Learn how to give short answers. No is a sentence. You don't have to explain it. Will you marry me? No. L- there's no explanation. No is a sentence. Would you give me money? No. Would you sleep with me? No. I don't have to explain why I won't sleep with you. It's no. No is no. No. No is no. So the sick man answered him. Say, I have no man to. Do you want to be made whole? Say, I have no man to put me into the pool. When the water is stirred up, but while I am coming, another steps down before me. Okay, let's continue. Jesus said to him, I think Jesus just was like, you know, this guy, I'll just help him. Rise, take up your bed and walk because your answers are not right. Just get up and go. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that day was the Sabbath, ten. The Jews therefore said to him who was cured, It is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your bed. Hey! I have been sitting here 38 years. Today somebody has come to heal me. You are telling me that I shouldn't be healed on a Sabbath day. You are a witch. I am sure I would have slapped the person. What do you mean? 38 years I was sitting here. There were some days that there were not Sabbaths. Nobody came to heal me. The person arrived on the Sabbath day. So Sabbath day I shouldn't eat. Verse 11, he answered them. He who made me well said to me, take up your bed and walk. Simple. I don't care whether it's Sabbath or it's um, Christmas or it's whatever. The only thing I know is that he who made me well said I should take up my bed and walk. Sometimes that's the answer you must give people. I don't care when it happened, how it happened. All I know is that my life has changed. Are you sure of this Rohi church? This Rohi pastor, I've heard that. Look, I don't care all these things that you are saying. What I know is that when I came, I was a Sakawa man. By the grace of God, my life has changed. That's all I know. Whether he is good or bad, I don't care. Said the man, they, they, they healed you on the Sabbath. day. said, Look, verse 11 again. He answered, He who made me well said, Take up your bed and walk. I don't care whether. I don't even know the person. In fact, when you read on, you realize that he didn't even see the person. He didn't care about the pastor. He didn't care about the the preacher. He cared about the message. The message was, get up and go. And that was very important to him. That was the only thing that he heard. The only thing that he saw. In fact, if you realize very carefully, you see that even the questions that they were asking him, he didn't hear it well. That's why he gave that answer. Do you want to be made whole? And he's giving that answer. So it should tell you from this, it should tell you that he did not even see the person, didn't hear the person. It wasn't that important. The most important thing was, was that, just tell me something that I need to get up with. That's all. Everything you're asking me, I don't know. I'll just give you what I want to give you. But the only thing I want to hear is that, hey, get up and walk. And that was what he did. Right, so number one. The man accepted that he was sick. The man accepted that he was sick. To the point where he went, go back to verse 1. He went to live in the midst of sick people. After this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem too. In this lay a great multitude of sick people. It was a place where sick people are. It was not a place for people who were well. So if you are sick, you go there. In fact, Jesus went there because there were sick people there. Stop acting as if you are well Stop acting as if there's nothing wrong with you Stop behaving as if you don't know What you are going through The man accepted from day one I am sick The first step to having a solution to a chronic problem Is accepting that you have the problem In the first place The first step to getting your solution Is to know that I have this problem Is to know that I have this problem The man accepted Number one, I am sick I am not well. I am a sick person. That's the reason why I am here. That's what the man accepted, number one. Sick. Sick. Let's stop pretending as if everything is okay when some things are not okay. Acceptance of the issue opens you up for the help that is needed. If you walk to me and tell me that, Pastor, I am struggling with A, B, and C. I would easily be able to tell you that this is the way you can go through it and this is how you can be helped. But if you come to me suffering with ABC, but you pretend as if, oh, there's nothing wrong. I'm okay. Everything is all right. When you know that not everything is okay, you know that your husband slaps you every morning. But when you come here, you put puns on your face and come and sit down. Everything is okay. How, how is everything going? Oh, everything is fine. Pastor, the marriage is working. It's, it's so sweet. Everything is well. I'll just say, God bless you. Keep, keep doing what you are doing, sir. Keep doing what you are doing. Then the man will continue. Bah! Because keep doing what you are doing. Whatever it is that you are doing that your wife is saying, the marriage is working. Please, continue. Stand tall. Stand tall and keep firing. Whatever you are doing, keep doing it. The man accepted that, hey, I am sick. I cannot sit in my house. So let me go and sit by the sick people. Let me go and spend my time with the sick people. This is where I can receive solution. I'm not well. Begin to accept your position and your situation. Just know that this is where I am. Look, when you call me, I'm directing you to my house, or I'm directing you to somewhere, and you call me, Pastor, Pastor, I need the direction to this place. What do you think the first question will be from me? Where are you? That's the first question. Where are you? Till you accept where you are, you cannot be directed to where you must get to. Till you accept that I am here, it will be difficult for anybody to help you to get to a different location where you want to get to. Because anybody who is directing you to Accra can be directing you from Kumasi or Tamale or Konongo or wherever. So you tell us that you are here. We may not be able to direct you to where you must get to. So you are telling us that I want to get to Accra. I want to get to Accra. But the thing you are not giving us is where are you standing? Where are you standing? You have not accepted the position where you are. You have not accepted your location. You have not accepted that look. Pastor, for me, young girls are my problem. You've not accepted that this is my problem. You've not accepted that, Pastor, prayerlessness is my problem. You've not accepted that this is what I am going through. This is where I am suffering from. I have a boil that is causing me not to be able to sit. That's the reason why whenever I'm praying, I'm walking around. When everybody is sitting there, I'm walking around. But you are making us feel that you are very spiritual. That's the reason why you walk around when you are praying. But there's a boil. There's a boil. There's a boil that you cannot talk about. And the teacher is shouting, sit down! Sit down! Sit down! You are, not, you are not telling the truth. You are not showing the truth. You are not telling us that this is where the, the man, the beginning, what started his miracle was the fact that he accepted that I'm sick. I'm sick. This is where I am. This is where I am. If you know your weaknesses, it's easier to deal with them. If you know that you like sleeping... You don't assume that on the day of the interview, I will by all means wake up, you will set an alarm. You know that you like sleeping. Sleeping it comes to you naturally. You don't even have to close your eyes, it will come. You don't have to. I know people, they can stand and sleep. It is, it is like a, a, a talent. They don't struggle to sleep. They can stand like this and they are gone. They, they sit, they squat, they kneel. What, whatever position they find themselves, they will sleep. So if you know that that is your talent you set an alarm when you are going for an interview. You don't say that I have prayed the Lord will wake me up. You have not accepted your problem. You have not accepted your problem. You know that you are very you are not disciplined when it comes to money. The husband, the Bible says that the man is the head. But you know as a husband that look, I am not very good with money management but my wife does better with money management. Let her manage it. It doesn't take anything away from you. It actually means that you are the head because you have noticed that this is where I am weak. This is where she's strong. So you handle your part. Let me also handle my part. That is what a leader does. Why do you think I'm always asking people, what can you do in the church? How can you help us in the church? How can you? It's not because I think that I am weak. It's not because I can't do it. I can do it, but I am sure that somebody probably can do it better. Somebody can do it better. And sometimes they may not even be able to do it better. But they have more time to do it. And they can learn it. So you don't just... Eh, everything. As for me, I'm there. Please, know where your strength is. Know where your weaknesses are. Know where you are standing so that we can help you to get to where you must get to. Don't just decide that... As every, every, everything. I'm powerful there. I'm, I'm strong in the area. I'm strong in this area. The man started by knowing where he was suffering from. He knew that he was sick. Accept that you are lazy, you need help. Accept that you are hungry, you need some food. Somebody came here one one day, there was a service that we held. And then um, the the young lady was standing here. And she fell down. And people were thinking that, oh, it's the power of the Holy Spirit that came over her and she fell down. It was hunger. The lady had not eaten in the morning. So she had to tell us that, look, give me some ice cream cake. Let me eat. Immediately she was revived. If she hadn't told us, we would be praying for her thinking that the anointing had come over her and by the time you realize, the woman we are carrying her to the hospital. Just speak the truth that look, I am hungry. Give me something to eat. Not, 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 you know, I'm, I'm shy. I cannot, I cannot say that I'm hungry. So you are acting as if it's the spirit that has come over It's no spirit that has come over you. Speak the truth. Accept that you are prayerless. So you need someone to help you pray. Accept that you are not spiritual enough, so God help me. Accept it. Your change in position starts by accepting your current location.
0: Thank you for listening to Pastor Emmanuel Mephel. We hope you were blessed by the message. Worship with us at the Rohi Church in Community 22, Tema. Every Sunday from 7.30 to 9.30 for the tree service and 10.30 to 12.30 for the English service. We have Bible studies from 9.45 to 10.30 a.m. Tuesday empowerment service is from 6.30 to 8.00 o'clock p.m. Download the Rohi Church app on Google Play and App Store for more life-transforming messages. Follow Pastor Emmanuel Methel and the Rohi Church on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Call us on 0204-336-002 for counselling and enquiry. Rohi Church, loving God, making disciples and evading globally. God bless you. This message is brought to you by Hot Jobs Africa Limited, Ghana's number one HR firm. Looking for quality staff? Looking for a job? Contact us on 0204-336-009. Think HR, think Hot Jobs Africa.